testimony. <laughs> I, uh, I guess I'll just uh, tell you about my background a bit. Uh, my father came from a Scandinavian home. Uh, he was Swedish and my mother was uh, Danish and Norwegian. So we were Scandinavians in Minneapolis and and uh, we were at best the twice a year go to the Lutheran church type of Christians. And then one day the Lord brought a man along, uh, Mr. Chrysler, I think his name was, and he got to know my father and he led him to the Lord. And I saw a tremendous change in my father. Um, he, he smoked cigars and cigarettes and he was loud and could be, abusive at times and um uh he just uh he just changed he he got a new perspective on life he began to attend the the, the uh, gospel meetings similar to the pacific garden ones only the ones in minneapolis and he went to a, a bible college to get some bible training and um and then when new tribes mission came along and gave a call to the mission field. My father and two or three other families from our church in Minneapolis responded. They went forward. They said, yes, we want to go. Well, we want to go to the mission field with New Tribes Mission. So, uh, <clears throat> he, but he was already busy. I remember as a small kid, my dad would say to me, go out and invite all your friends in the neighborhood, and we would have a good news club in our basement. He even invested in a cedar wood basement cedar walls and a platform and tile floors and and we would have i don't know 12 15 kids from the neighborhood and, and they would have a good news club there and and i would go around to my friends in this neighborhood i was about five or six and i'd say hey we'll, we'll come to our children's club and we'll give you a tootsie roll pop <laughs> you know so we that was my big job whoops can you see me okay uh, i lost my picture there and so, uh, but, he, but we went to uh, Pennsylvania boot camp and um, we uh, got trained in the first year of being, a, the idea of going to the mission field as New Tribes missions. You remember Rich Brown, he was on the Freedom Team. He was a New Tribes missionary and Sue Watt from Tucson Bible Chapel, she's been involved with New Tribes. And, and uh, so <clears throat> we, um, we went to Pennsylvania and then we on to Wisconsin to language school to learn phonetics and phonemics and how you would find a local dialect out in the middle of the jungle and break it down and make an alphabet and, and translate the Bible into their, into their language, much like Wycliffe is doing today as well. And so that was our background. And then um, w different things happened and um, a number of families did not go out with New Tribes Mission. They sought to make their their own missionary um, uh, society, and that didn't work. So my family left the, that training, and my dad had to start all over in life. He'd given up everything: his house, his his money, his, <laughs> and and I think it made my dad a little bit bitter. But uh, he he kept being involved in the local churches and. <clears throat> One of the things that New Tribes Mission did was it, you know, they were not assembly, of course, but they taught a lot of New Testament principles. And uh, my dad 
like that plurality of leaders and raising up leaders and um, and uh, just how to uh, you, people using their gifts and how do you train people and disciple people and we were going to a, a Baptist church at the time and my dad was very unhappy. And then he met a person who said to him, you know, there's this little group of people meeting up on Broadway Avenue in Sheboygan. Why don't you go there and try it out? And we walked into that church, having never been in an assembly before, it would have been something like 1957, I think. And, um, my dad just fell in love with it. He, we sat there in the Lord's Supper, and of course, he didn't say anything, and we watched how that operated, and and um, he uh, found out that, you know, when he gave his testimony, and people got to know us, and eventually, a month later, he was asked to speak, and he thought that was wonderful, so he, he would take a Wednesday night, or even sometimes a Sunday morning, and and he just loved New Testament church principles that I was pray, praying about earlier. And um, when I was a senior in high school, Emmaus Bible School in Oak Park, Illinois at the time, had what they call an Easter challenge. And what you could do is you could uh, go down there for a weekend over Easter as a high school kid and, and attend uh, classes with at the school and get to know the Emmaus Bible School. And um, so two or three of my friends were going to go, so I went with them. And really for the first time in my life, I became excited about the Lord and being a Christian. Um, I saw young people who were just excited about studying the Bible. And I just fell in love with the school. And so I came back from that Easter challenge and... Um, told my mom and dad, I want to go there in the fall when I graduate from high school. And so my dad says, well, you better, you better work hard and, and save your money then. And uh, my dad was a very stingy person. We never got an allowance. And my dad's uh, famous statement that he said to me many times as well, he says, this is your program, Jeff. Don't expect any help from me. <laughs> And so anything I did in life, I, I had to work for it. Even in high school, I had a paper route if I was going to have any spending money. And uh, that's just the way our family was. He was a very strict, hard person in some ways. But uh, I went to Emmaus for three years. It was a three-year program. That's where I met Alice. And in my second year, we began to date. And we dated those last two years at school. And we got married uh, a few days after we graduated at the Lombard Gospel Chapel in Lombard, Illinois. And uh, I wanted to come back and teach at Emmaus. I was so thankful for the school that uh, I, I thought, I wonder if I could ever come back here as a teacher. And so I decided to uh, finish my degree in in Denver, Colorado, Lakewood, Colorado, at what is now Colorado Christian University. And I got the, um, um, the, my bachelor's degree, which allowed me then to go on to seminary. I wanted to go to Dallas Seminary, but we were starting to have our children. And financially, it was, a, it was not a possibility. And I was working in the um, Denver area, so I had a good job. So I just stayed in Denver and I went to Denver Seminary. I asked that Alex Strauch 
as did Dave Lambert and a number of other Emmaus graduates. We, we found a good school there. And I thank the Lord for my teachers there. I was just thinking about some of the great experiences I had at that school earlier this week. And um, so I, I, I went through there and uh, I majored in systematic theology. For me, um, the interest I had was in apologetics and uh, hermeneutics and um, systematic theology. And, and I got a, my major was systematic theology. And, uh, but how to present it, how to teach it, how to you know, defend it. And so that was, that was my background. And I'm very, very thankful for the school. And um, uh, when I graduated from the school though, I, I, by the way, I was involved at the school in teaching as an adjunct professor at Western Bible Institute out in Morrison, Colorado. I would taught several classes out there while I was a, a, a student. And I also taught adjunct professor at Southern California Bible College when we moved out to Colorado, Colorado, I mean, to California, excuse me. So I had opportunities uh, that the Lord seemed to be giving me to, um, to teach on the college level, but it never did work out for me to go to a mass. And, and uh, I kept on working and I worked my way up in a savings and loan to becoming a branch manager. And so I started at the bottom of, as an after hours teller and, and I just kept working hard. The people liked my work. And um, I uh, got to be a branch manager of First Federal Savings of Wisconsin in their Sheboygan office. And um, he bought a brand new house, you know, he picked out the colors of the, the everything in the bedrooms and, and, the, and the paint and the, the brick outside. It was just brand new. And uh, we bought it. And life was good. I was speaking at the local assembly. I was being invited up to Green Bay, to Costco area, to, to uh, speak, not Costco, Casco, to speak at a local church there. And um, so it was just, a, I, I had the youth group. I was in charge of the high school, college age kids. And, and I was very busy for the Lord and serving the Lord, using my, my training at seminary and at Emmaus. And, um, but I was extremely extremely unhappy. I thought, Lord, you led me. I know you led me to Emmaus. You led me to Denver Seminary. And um, I know that you have a plan for me. And what is it, Lord? And I just began to just wrestle with the, with the Lord and, and um, go for long walks and just pray and, and uh, just have good times of, of fellowship at night after work, walking in the dark and <laughs> talking to the Lord and, and asking the Lord for his will. And, and uh, you know, I've got so many good things going on here, preaching and teaching and youth group and, and being invited to speak at different places. Why, Lord, why am I so discontented? And um, so finally one night, uh, I just gave it, gave it all to the Lord. And I said, Lord, this is, I, I have, you've given me a taste of, business success. You've given me a taste of um, a great job, branch manager, good money, brand new house, um, you know, being involved in the local church, 
And, uh, but Lord, you can have it. And I, and I came home after one of those two hour walks and stood outside of our, our brand new house and looked at it. And I said to the Lord, you can have this. You can have this. Um, this is not making me happy. Uh, Lord, I just give it to you. And I walked in, into the house and Alice knew I was going through this struggle. And I walked up to my wife and said, honey, I just want you to know what I just did. And uh, I said, I stood out in front of our house and just gave the house and everything to the Lord. I just said, he can have it. And to her credit, Alice just looked at me and smiled and said, okay. You know, give a lady a brand new house to decorate and have fun in. And yeah, she was willing to give it up. And so we began to pray earnestly. And then what happened was my wife's father, who was a commended worker way back in the mid 50s and for a number of years up into the 60s and 70s, he was a commended worker in Clovis, New Mexico in a cross-cultural assembly start with Hispanic people. And he, would, he was battling bad health most of his life. And um, finally, he, he passed away. And uh, here was this, we went down for the funeral, and, and I, I took the funeral along with another man. And, and uh, you know, I, I went to the, I stayed over and went to the assembly. And here was a handful of uh, Hispanic people. Not one of the men had a high school diploma. And uh, they've been led to the Lord or reunited with the Lord in their um, walk, but uh, they just needed, they were sheep without a shepherd. <laughs> and uh, I said, Lord, this is certainly, this isn't what you had in mind. <laughs> and I said, um, my goodness, you know, I, I was thinking something a lot bigger, you know, and more important. And, and um, but I, we went home and we prayed about it. And through a number of months of wrestling with the Lord, we, I walked into my vice president's office at the bank and um, told him that um, I have to resign. God has something else for me. I sold my house. The first person who looked at it, bought it. And we made a great profit on it. And so we ended up um, packing up everything we owned into a U-Haul truck. And my brother, John, came. Uh, he, he drove my car and I drove the U-Haul. And we went down to Clovis, New Mexico to work as commended workers. The assembly decided to give us like a two-year commendation. And... Um, they had never commended somebody before. And so they decided that they would give us $50 a month. <laughs> and that's how much we got from the local commending assembly. And uh, so we went down there and um, that's okay. We weren't gonna let that be a discouragement to us. We went down there and rented a house and began to work. And uh, I had to work part-time, of course, at a, at a grocery store. And it was one of the main stores in town. And so these people would, who we were ministering to would come in with their food stamps and, and buy groceries. And they would see me on the, 
aisle five stocking up the dish detergents and the fabric softeners and filling up the shelves and taking out grocery bags for, for people. So I went from a glass enclosed office as a branch manager of the Sheboygan Office of First Federal Savings uh, to working part-time. Uh, I get up at five o'clock and unload semis. I was uh, stocking shelves, taking out bags, groceries to the cars. And, and um, we, we lived on the, the, the equity of our house until one day, the, um, I wrote my last check. <laughs> and uh, we were, the first year we were in ministry, uh, we were there for about five or six months. I think we, we may have had uh, $700 come in from gifts. We, we didn't even know how to do that. How do you let people know you're there? And, uh, and then the next year, the whole 12 months, writing a few letters saying, pray for us type of thing. We, we got $7,000 in the course of a year. And somehow the Lord kept us afloat. And so we, um, I don't know, we, I was up late. The rent was past due. I was late in my rent. And I'm saying, Lord, I know you brought us here. What are you saying to us? And uh, I got up around two or three in the morning and couldn't sleep. And I went to my bookshelf and I pulled down a little booklet by William McDonald called True Discipleship. And I really loved that man and respected him. Uh, he was my teacher at Emmaus. And, um, and so I read True Discipleship again and felt the Spirit of God just convicted me. And I, I said, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm so just doubtful. I'm so sorry, Lord, I confess I'm so distrustful. I know you're going to meet our needs, Lord. And I just am sorry for fretting and I'm sorry for worrying. And I said, Lord, I'm going to go to bed now. And I went to bed and slept great. And the next morning I was sitting at my desk in my house and the doorbell rang. And uh, there were three uh, Spanish brothers from the assembly. They were out there. They took their hats off and they were holding it. And um, and they and one of them said, Jeff, the, the Lord just has laid it on our hearts that you could use some help. And um, they handed me an envelope with cash in it. And I, <laughs> they handed me $260 and our rent was $250. And so um, I paid the rent. That day, uh, my wife's brother who worked at the grocery store came by and he had some you know, in grocery stores, you get a little dent in the can, you can't sell it, or a little tear in a box and you can't sell it. He brought some unsellable merchandise over and gave it to us. And then the little lady next door, Mother Wagner, we call her Ma Wagner, she walked over with her walker. She was in her late 80s. And she said, uh, Jeff, Brother Bloom, she said, the, the postman delivered an envelope to me, but it's for you. And I opened it up and there was a check inside. And uh, we never looked back. That was uh, 1977 into 1978. And uh, we've never looked back. The Lord has somehow met our needs. We have uh, served in, uh, in assemblies in, in, all over the country. Um, and uh, the Lord has continued to provide for us. And uh, we send out a little 
quarterly or sometimes monthly newsletter to people who are praying for us and they do some of them do help us and somehow we get through somehow the lord meets our needs and that's what we've been doing i told you about teaching part-time at bible colleges and i love that and uh, but mostly i i i have my background was such that um in the assembly work it got known that uh the Lord used us to help struggling churches. And so let's say a church had a big fight and a split and half the church walked out like it happened in one state or different in another state. Uh, they lost over 125 people left of a, out of a large assembly and a big split. And so they would call me up and um, they would say, Jeff, uh, we understand that, you know, you, you've been through many of these problems. Would you come and work with us? And so we'd pray about it. And it just seemed like the Lord opened up the door. Right at that time, we were wondering if the Lord might be doing something. And sure enough, the phone would ring and, and people would invite us to move our family to, we were in Louisiana. We were in South Houston area. We were in an assembly in California. We were in an assembly in New Mexico. And um, we ended up working at the Bible camp a little bit. So that was like 43, we're into our 44th year of uh, working full time. And I, I just give God the glory. Uh, I'm happy to say some of those ministries were successful Others, others of them started off great, and then the fight started up again when we left. And uh, so it's just been quite a an experience all these years. And um, uh, we went to Colorado kind of to slow down and, and do some itinerant work. And so I do travel a bit when COVID isn't around. I, I travel more, and uh, I speak at different places as the Lord opens the door. But I'm just, just thankful that, um, you know, he, he brought us here. One day we, we saw that maybe after six and a half years in Colorado Springs, we, our ministry was um, coming to an end up there in many different ways. And we began to say, what does the Lord have for us? And, and we talked about it and prayed about it. And, and my wife said, well, maybe we should consider Tucson. And, um, and I said, well, maybe we should consider Phoenix and Palms, and we prayed about it, and um, we really felt that the Lord might lead us here different. We prayed about different things, and those things, those prayers were answered, and so the Lord helped us sell our house, and we loaded everything up into a, a, a moving truck, and we came down here, and here we are. Um, you know, I'm 74 in November, and we're slowing down, and I don't uh, get around like I used to, but we're delighted to be working as whatever we can do to help here at, at Palms Bible Fellowship. And we thank the Lord for bringing us here. And that's kind of in a nutshell, my, my testimony. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for what the Lord's doing here and uh, thankful for the believers here. And we just see that the Lord is, the Lord is working and uh, he's working through the whole body here. I mean, he's building up the church here and it's, no, no person that's doing it. It's the Lord that's doing it. So we're excited with this to see what God is doing. 
and give the Lord Jesus all the credit and the glory for what he's doing in our midst. And uh, just looking to see what he has in the future for this assembly or for Alice and I personally. And uh, we, we just give him the glory for what he's doing. And that's, that's the best, that, that's it. That's what I have to share about my testimony. And thank you for your prayers for us. Jeff, would you mind closing prayer? Lord, we, we thank you that you have a perfect plan, a perfect will for each of us. And uh, we know, Lord, that you're at work in our lives, in the assembly here, in the country around us, even though we see such discouraging times. So, Lord, I just we just lift these up to you and, and uh, help us, Lord, to be faithful and use the gifts you've given us and and build up the local church for the work of the ministry, we pray. And uh, in Jesus' name, amen.